Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99 at participating U.S. restaurants. Price may vary. If you don't know SiriusXM, then listen up. Commercial-free music plus sports, comedy, talk, and news. They have it all. And right now, you can get your first three months of SiriusXM outside the car for just $1. Go to SiriusXM.com busted to see offer details and to subscribe. Offer available to new SiriusXM streaming subscribers. SiriusXM, no car required. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show weekdays from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern on Sirius XM, Fight Nation, Channel 156. Welcome, Busted Open Nation, to the Hall of Fame and Pain edition of the Busted Open Podcast. Today on the show, myself and my other brother from another mother, Mark Henry, give you a full rundown of what went on this week on Monday Night Raw and SmackDown and what we got coming up at AEW with All Out. We talk about Omega and Pac. We talk about the possibility of the return of CM Punk. We talk about Chris Jericho and whether or not he will become the first AEW World Heavyweight Champion or will it be Hangman Page? Mark Henry gives us his opinion on Sasha Banks' promo for Monday Night Raw, along with a lot of great stories. I'm telling you, fans, you don't want to miss this edition of the podcast. And my brother Mark Henry wants to say something, too. And the reason that I say that is because that's what we do. Going on right now uh, in Chicago, StarCast. And then tomorrow we have AEW Presents All Out live on pay-per-view. Another huge show. Yep, another huge show for them. Okay, you just said it. You're very excited. Why don't you tell me what you're most excited for when it comes to All Out? You know what? I I, want to see Kenny Omega and Pac. I love Cody. Cody is a bona fide certified G. I mean, he is, if you've seen him lately, his transformation with his body, unbelievable. But, and there's a humongous Atlanta stripper size butt here. I like big butts and I cannot lie. Cannot lie. Kenny Omega cut the promo on John Moxley like. A long time ago when I was training for the Olympics, there was a guy on our team that rented a motorcycle and got hurt and was not able to train. And I thought that we needed the points to win. We needed his points. We needed those 14 points because he was going to win first. And he didn't come off like that when when we heard he had a motorcycle wreck. And I was like, damn, we're going to. The hell with his health. I wasn't thinking about his health. (laughs) I was thinking we were going to lose this competition because he had visions of grandeur riding the damn motorcycle through the mountains in Colorado Springs. And that's exactly what Kenny Omega did with John Moxie. Why are you trying to live fantasy dreams in Japan and we got one of the biggest damn pay-per-views of all time coming up? as it relates to where we're going to be in this war against the WWE, like cut it out. 
And that's how I felt. And 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 I've never seen Kenny Omega come across like that. He came across like a grown ass man berating him because the company comes first. That's what it was. It was he was he was standing up for the company that he is actually a part of. He's not just a talent. He's behind the scenes, and it came across like a boss going, hey, you're a worker. Do your damn job and nothing more. Everything else you're doing, cut it out. We need you for us. I want you to hold that thought because later on in the show, we're going to play some audio from that Kenny Omega promo that he cut on Moxley. And I had an opinion on it earlier in the week with Dave, and I know you just touched on a little bit. I want to hold off on it so we can really dive dive deep into it and dissect it. Don't you think that Cody Rhodes versus Sean Spears has to be... I mean, you just told me how much love you got for Cody. Don't you think that story and that match is the biggest match at All Out? It's the biggest match. But, I mean, the energy behind what was said changed it for me. Because, mm. one, I'm excited about seeing Pac. Pac is... Wait a minute, wait a minute. You t- you're telling me a Kenny Omega promo changed your mind? A Kenny yeah. Omega promo? Because he came across like... I don't, I think that it, regardless of Moxley being injured, this is going to be a time where... Kenny's going to be able to have his match, win, lose, or draw. He'll be able to blame it on on Moxley, or he'll be able to point to Moxley and say, this should have been you, but your ass is at home nursing an injury because you were overzealous and not worried about what you should have been handling, which is business here at AEW. That's how I feel, and I'm excited about seeing what am I, am I going to see that. Well, well, you know what? Screw it. I'll give you my opinion on it right now. Then, since all I, right, since, let me hear. I, let me since hear. I, because I, I do believe you. When I, when, and when I said to you, I can't believe a Kenny Omega promo. Man, man what you mixing up there? What you got? Uh, you know, a little, you know, a little coffee and cream. You know? <laughs> okay. Uh, how much cream you like in your coffee? You know what, man? I want it to be not Holly Berry color, but kind of you know, in between her and Angela Bassett. <laughs> Ooh, I like that color. I like that color. But yeah, I was being facetious when I said to you, um, a, a Kenny Omega promo really got you interested? Because, Mark, I got to tell you, when I saw that promo, I became interested. That's the first time words ever came out of Kenny Omega's mouth that I was like, wow, you got me, man. Mm-hmm. I'm hooked. Kenny is normally all about the moves. I've never seen a Kenny Omega promo that really lit a fire under my ass or touched me emotionally. But when I saw that one, I saw a different side of Kenny. I I, I said to Dave on the air, I'm almost happy that Moxley got hurt. Because if Moxley doesn't get (sighs) hurt, we never get to see this Kenny promo. And think about it, Mark. Everybody was excited for Moxley versus Omega. Yeah. I think I'm even more excited for it now that I got to see this Kenny promo. 
Because basically what you said is Kenny looked at him and go, you stupid son of a bitch. You wanted to run around the world and play pro wrestler, and you never kept your eye on the prize. Because the Mm -hmm. prize was this match at All Out and us debuting on TNT. But no, just because you left the WWE, you feel like you got to run around and do all this stuff and prove yourself and get yourself over. That was the context of the promo and yep. it, it, it was it's so true. And just the way Kenny delivered it, like the look in his eyes basically told me Kenny looked at Moxley as if, hey, young boy, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. you, you, you know what I mean, Mark? <clears throat> yeah, don't don't mess around and get fired, bro. That's what it felt like. It yeah. felt like some grown man shit. Like, hey, you, you, you can't be gone. You want to do that? Because if that's what you want to do. Then you go do it. We'll make do. That's what it felt like. I'm just saying. (laughs) You know what? I've never heard that tone in his voice. He almost came off a little snarky, Mark. And and normally when people come off snarky, you don't want to like them. But when Kenny was doing it, I was almost saying to myself like, yeah, Kenny, finally, good. Because in a way, he's speaking the truth. He really is. is. Yeah. You know, what's more, in in the grander scheme of things, what's more important? Moxley wrestling in New, right. What's more important? Moxley wrestling in New Japan or all out and TNT and AEW debuting on TNT? We both know the answer to that. And that's debuting on TNT and being healthy to have a match against Kenny Omega, who's a principal wrestler as well as a guy that's at the top in the, in the pecking order. So, I mean, I think that he, he's probably beyond the angry point now. Now he's more, well, shit, let's make do. And it's fortunate enough for them that the fan base cares just as much about the guy that's replacing him as the guy that he was going to wrestle against. Because... Pac is a legitimate championship caliber guy. I thought he was that when he was with the WWE. And now he's at AEW where he's going to shine. And if uh, Kenny Omega doesn't keep his eye on the prize and not focus on the fact that Pac is a dangerous human being, um, Kenny might not come out of that match the same. Because Pac is going to challenge you. Like what you're hearing? Catch Busted Open live weekdays from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156 or on demand with the Sirius XM app. How do you feel about the replacement for Moxley? Before we went to break, you were speaking pretty highly of Pac. Why are you so high on Pac and why do you think Pac will be a good replacement for Moxley against Omega? The reason that I'm so high on him is when he was with the WWE, uh, I was one of his mentors. And we talked about psychology and how you're perceived. And his per- the perception that he wanted to get across was that his whole life, he's he's been that height since he was in the 10th grade. And people always look down on him for his height. And the last thing that he wanted to portray is Mighty Mouse. But that's what he ended up doing. He had a lot of um, 
He had a lot of anxiety about it as well as he just hated it. It was just pure unadulterated. This sucks. Like, why am I delegated to a role where I've got a cape on playing Mighty Mouse when I should be kicking people's ass because I can't. And for me to not see him get that, and then he he leaves, and now he gets picked up by AEW, you expect him to be able to live the dream that he really wants to live. So I'm looking forward to seeing him get that opportunity. This is the moment. This is the time that he can actually say, you know what? I don't have to play the role. I can be the role. And I don't know if Kenny is 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 up to that task because this is this is a guy that's got everything to prove. His his career this is like a lead loser leave town type of match for him. So I'm looking forward to seeing what what's going to happen with that. I would even venture to say that Pac is going to be more aggressive than Moxley would have. And it, it's basically yes. for the same point you just said, because he's got something to prove. Listen, Moxley obviously left the WWE. You know, we saw the, the send off with the shield. He goes and he does a bunch of high end indies. He goes over to the G1 in Japan. He's been on the tip of everybody's tongue for a while now. Pac has been hanging out in the background. And now all of a sudden, Moxley gets hurt, and bang, Pac is in one of the main events of All Out against Kenny. And just like you said, he is going to be raring to go. And uh, I I was in the ring with him in the WWE, so I I actually was in a match with him, Mark, about two hours after he had had a meeting with Vince McMahon. And Vince told told Pac that he wanted to see a different side of him. And I remember talking with him before the match, and he's like, Bubba, please, I have to do this, and I have to do this, and I have to do that, because Vince wants to see all this stuff. And you could just tell, he was basically, like, like not begging and pleading, but he was really presenting his case and politicking to me and Devon, like, please let me do all my stuff so I can show the boss what I got. But as we both know, they hit the start-stop button with him on the WWE too many times. You can never get your footing up underneath you. At All Out against Kenny, Pac is going to have an opportunity to get his footing up underneath him and show the majority of the wrestling world just what he's all about. No doubt whatsoever. And you you talk about stuff like moves and uh, what he can do in the ring. That's not the conversations that we had. The conversations we had was about intent, perception, and how you're viewed. And I told him, you know what I want you to be? I want you to be the lighter, smaller version of me. I don't want you to take no shit off nobody. I want to see you go out and dominate people and be damn near disrespectful. And he was like, Wow. He was like, I could do that. And I was like, I know you could do it. I was like, but you, you got to commit because there's going to be some times where you can't shake hands and, and, and high five people on the way to the ring. You, you, you got, this is a place where it's lonely. You, you're not going to be liked. And the perception of you is reality. The, when you walk to your car, 
I know people want to high five you and say, hey, man, I love your work. Yeah, yeah. Go to your car and get to the next town. It's lonely. Like you're going you're gonna to not make people happy sometimes, but it'll start to permeate through the arenas. And people will know that you mean business when you show up and everything that people write, every show like this one around the world, people are going to talk about how domineering you f- it feels when you walk in a room. You create an aura. And that is what Pac has done. And I don't know if Kenny, if, if, if anybody that's with the AEW brand really knows what's going to happen until this match takes place. Because I know what Pac is. And there's he's he's got a there's nobody that's a bigger advocate for him than me, and I I know how he thinks and I, man, like Kenny better watch his back. So wait a minute, you actually told Pac to be the smaller, more aggressive version of you. Yes. Well, that would explain why he was so stiff with me and Devon. Very good. <laughs> You're a grown ass man. You can take it. And 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 bully. Am I wrong when I say this? And I would tell you, hey man, it might be a little tight, but I know you could take it. And besides, I expect it back. And that's Brother, where Pac is. He's you know saying, how it is. Bring it. Bring it. Lay your shit in. Make it look good. That's all that matters, right? That's all that matters. I can take it. Let me ask I'm you like, this. Let me ask you this. You think Kenny Omega is going to be able to handle it if Pac starts laying his shit in? I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> because Pac is Pac is about 100 times more aggressive these days than he was in the WWE. Do you think Kenny Omega is going to be comfortable taking a couple of good ones from Pac? I don't think so. That's why I said I don't know if he knows what's about to happen. That's why I said that. And for those that want to see, like, the reinvention and the modification of Chris Benoit, watch watch this pay-per-view. You're going to be so impressed. This dude is beyond what I think they even realized they got. He's going to be a major player just off the, the strength of this match. Like, what's going to happen is going to be what is going to be his storyline for the rest of his career. This, this you don't get very many chances to have a first impression again. He gets to recreate himself in one night against one of the most polarized and visible wrestlers on the planet. There's probably maybe 15 guys that has the kind of energy that Kenny has and and prestige of being in the ring with. And I know for a fact that Pac is going to step up because he knows exactly what I'm saying. If you don't know SiriusXM, then listen up. Commercial-free music plus sports, comedy, talk, and news, they have it all. A lot of people think you need a car to enjoy SiriusXM, but you don't. You can listen outside the car. Right now, you can get your first three months of SiriusXM outside the car for just $1. Just go to SiriusXM.com busted to see offer details and to subscribe. You can listen on your phone, at home, and online. That's SiriusXM.com busted. Offer available to new SiriusXM streaming subscribers. SiriusXM, no car required. I got to tell you, Mark, the Busted Open Nation 
took to Twitter and they were putting over this interview as one of the best ones that they've ever heard on Busted Open, if not the best one. Lacey came across like the ultimate baby face for all the good deeds she's doing in her quote-unquote real life outside of the wrestling ring. She's a Marine. She's doing uh, a lot of things to help families, rebuilding their homes, helping children. And when Lacey was done with this interview, I, I think I even said it to her. I'm like, how am I supposed to hate you, Lacey? Like, and that's where girl... I disagree with you. I, All right, I have... hit, hit me with it. Hit me with Listen, it. Listen, like it, it, what she does outside the ring, being a humanitarian, being a, a, a member of our military that fought for our freedom, has nothing to do with her persona in the ring. Because even even so, even so, I'm going to put it like this. We were in Iraq in 2009, and we we went to Camp Stryker, and we started, um, we started taking small arms fire. And the guys that we got on the, on the plane with, or the helicopter with, they started saying, man, it's so good to have you guys over here. Man, like people come over here and they, they, they don't talk to us. You know, they just wave and shake our hands and kind of nod and they keep going. But y'all, man, we, we have a good time with y'all. Great rapport with the soldiers. You know, we do, we do the most. We do, nobody else can compete with how we treat the soldiers. Because not only does Vince love it, but we're conditioned to love it. And we're taught that the, our military is number one, right? Amen. Well, when that fire started happening, you know what those soldiers did? Sit your ass down. Move. Get over there. And they started barking orders. Did they become bad guys to me? No. They were doing their job. And that's exactly what Lacey Evans is with me. She is a soldier that, that plays wrestler. And if she gets a, if she gets a little bit aggressive, it's because it's her training to be aggressive. Please, it's, wrestler. It's, 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 it's this double, it's this double standard for women. And I'm gonna get on you about how you instigated with Gabby and and Marissa too. We're gonna talk about that, but it's a double standard for women when a woman stands up and she says, "Look, this is the way it's gonna be." People kind of look at them different, start calling them bitchy and this and that. But that's not the case. It's her training. She's a professional. She was taught to do that job the way she does that job. How she's viewed to me as a humanitarian has no bearing on when she gets in the ring and she says, sweetheart, you're inferior to me. I'm five, eight and a half. I look like Marilyn Monroe, and I will beat your ass like Mae Young. And I tell you what, I believe every word she says. <laughs> I love the, I look like Marilyn Monroe will beat your ass like Mae Young. I absolutely love that line, and they need to have her say it. Um, I'm not, uh, I don't do that double standard for women thing. Uh, I understand your point of view, but I'm telling you, um, perception is reality. And I'm not talking about one or two of our fans yesterday, Mark. I'm talking about 
dozens and dozens of our listeners were tweeting that they love Lacey Evans after that interview and they want to see the WWE portray her more as a babyface. And you It'll just said happen. something but you just said something that made my skin crawl and I can't believe that these two words came out of your mouth. You said play wrestler. Has Mark Henry ever played wrestler? No, but she's a Marine. She like Sergeant Slaughter was not a Marine. Lacey yes, Evans was. was Sergeant Slaughter. Okay, well I digress, but I know I I've I've seen some photos of Lacey standing with a M sixteen at her guard gate because she was an MP, and she looked like she would shoot you <laughs> in these pictures. You seen military photos. Yeah. The so soldiers they 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 look they look man, they they're soldiers. They're they're trained killers. And she is out there being very respectful. I think they should turn her loose. You're right. She should be the military um she should play who she is. Because everything else is her playing wrestling. Until After she we- until she who she really is, is that's what she's going to be playing wrestling. Mark, after what I heard yesterday, I would strip that gimmick right off of her. Uh, I know that there's people in WWE who like it. I can imagine that Vince loves it because Vince loves that Southern drawl. But to have a freaking Marine, female Marine, a badass woman. I mean, Mark, let's take the interview from yesterday away. Let's pretend it never happened. On WWE Monday Night Raw, you heard Lacey Evans say that she was a Marine. Knowing the respect that me, you, and many people have for the military, when you're a Marine, it's it's that next level of armed forces. The Marines carry a certain level of respect. So the minute that I hear that you are a freaking Marine, it almost becomes impossible for me to hate you. Uh, I I can't agree, but I see what you're saying. But I think that the thing that made everybody kind of side with her was the fact that how transparent she was about where she came from before she became a Marine. People have an emotional tie to people that fight struggle. And she had serious struggle dealing with family members that are drug addicted and having the being one of a, of what seven kids and yep. always having to be the one that was respectful always had to be the one that was responsible taking care of the other kids because a drug addicted parent couldn't do it she lost her childhood how could you not love and side with somebody that they missed their childhood because they had to be an adult before they were an adult. And she goes to the military because she saw structure. She saw people that were revered and respected, and she wanted to be that. How can you not love that? But, but, and then here we go with the but again. Lacey does her job well. She goes to the ring 
and she makes sure that everybody that she works with knows that she's the boss. They know right away. It's just how can we get her to take that next step? And it's exactly what you said. She's going to have to be the Marine and be comfortable and be herself and who she really is organically before she's the champion, before she can beat Charlotte, before she can beat Sasha, before she can beat Becky Lynch. That's who that's that's the future. All I know is this, Mark, after listening to her yesterday, she was so humble in admitting that she had so much left to learn. She became so sympathetic because of her story, her real life struggles, and because I have so much respect for the Marines. It's very hard for me, now that I know the real life side of Lacey Evans, to ever want to boo her when she comes to the ring. Like what you're hearing? Catch Busted Open live weekdays from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156 or on demand with the Sirius XM app. So back out to the nation. Co- uh, Tony in Texas, uh, are you excited for Cody Rhodes versus Sean Spears at All Out? Hell yeah, I am, man. I wish I was there, but I'm too busy trucking it up, man. Good to talk to you again, bully. Thanks, uh, Mark. Mark. Mark Henry, man, uh, I'm from East Texas over there in Adrian Peterson country in Palestine. Palestine. So, one of the, yeah, <laughs> Palestine, man. <laughs> well, hey, you know uh, that Adrian's dad was from Silsby. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. So he, he's uh, ra- actually a product of Silsby then. Yeah. We're, we're claiming. <laughs> Is that close to Brooklyn? Right, man. <laughs> <laughs> he said that close to Brooklyn. <laughs> right. <laughs> What do you got, hey, Tony? Man, what do you got? I had, a, I had a scenario for you, man. You mentioned Magnum TA a while ago, and I was going to add something to it. Uh, I think that Cody would go over in the match, but then after the match, Sean Spears, and it all depends on if Magnum TA can do it, Sean Spears goes over and pushes him out of the wheelchair. Oh, and adds more God. heat to the feud and, uh, and carries that feud going. But uh, another thing I wanted to add, you know, we're talking about CM Punk and how uh, he needs to be courted. And I could just picture Tony Khan and CM Punk's front yard with a boombox over his head, you know, uh, like can say anything, uh, getting him to come on to AEW. But I think that uh, Jericho and Hangman Page, I think that Jericho is going to go over in the match and then the lights go out and come back on and CM Punk's going to be standing up on the stage. And that pop from that, if that happens – it's going to be a nuclear electric boogaloo pop. I mean, that is going to be – they better reinforce the roof of that building because that, – Is that, that – Tony, is that is that electric boogaloo one or electric boogaloo two? Oh, no, wait. Breaking two is electric boogaloo. So, I guess – yeah, so it's electric boogaloo, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it, it, the first one's always the best one. So, it's going to be electric boogaloo one. So, uh I just wanted to add that to the story. And, uh, man, y'all, you and Mark both have awesome chemistry, man. I just wanted y'all to know that. And you already do know that. But, I mean, I love I love it when you two are hosting the show. So, uh, props to y'all, man. And I'll take your comments off the air, man. Thanks, appreciate Tony. You, we, we, we appreciate it. And I wish people could uh, could see me and Mark right now. As Tony is putting us over, me and Mark are dancing like Ozone and Turbo. We're pop-rocking as much as much as... <laughs> 
this amount of mass can pop, lock, and rock at one time. All right, uh, let's go out to Jay in St. Louis. Jay, what did you think of Kenny Omega's promo on John Moxley? Hey, Mark. Hey, Bully. How are you guys doing today? Um, I actually like you, Bully. Um, I've always appreciated Kenny Omega um, and um, like his matches and stuff. But when he cut that promo, I, I like you, I got absolutely hooked. I want to see him and Mox even more now. I'm excited for him versus Pac. My wife and I are actually right now in the car, uh, almost to Chicago for StarCast and All Out. So we are oh, wow. Good for y'all. Yeah, yeah, we are. I mean, to be honest, when we got we did, we just got our tickets yesterday, and we both I we both just went crazy. We have not been this excited for a wrestling event, nor have we traveled outside of St. Louis for a wrestling event um, ever. Uh, but we are so so pumped for All Out. Um, I would if, for me if Punk shows up, awesome. But if he if he doesn't show up, I still know it's going to be a great show. Um, so uh, one question I want to ask you guys real quick: uh, at Double or Nothing. Uh, Bret Hart was the one who unveiled the AEW World Championship. Um, they are going to unveil the Women's Championship uh, at uh, All Out. Who would you guys like to see presented to the crowd? Uh, and I'll take your answers off air. Thanks, guys. Thanks, bro. Appreciate it. Hope you and your wife have a great time and safe travels. Mark, uh, anybody that you'd like to see present the Women's Championship? Wow. Who would? I mean, I'm Medusa? Just to think. Who else? Mm. I really don't know, I don't and know. maybe and and maybe you just don't need anybody in, in this in this uh, circumstance. Uh, I, I want to move on for a second, Mark, before we uh, take another call um, to Jericho versus Hangman Page, and I want to talk about business. What's best for business at All Out heading into October second on TNT? Is it better to go on TNT with Chris Jericho as your champion or Hangman Page as your champion? Uh, I think putting Chris at a deficit because an angry, vindictive Chris I think would be better than championship Chris holding the title over his head. I think for him to be Hangman Page, you should never turn your back on me because I'm going to make your life a living hell until I get my title back. It's my title. It's not your t- Like, I, I can see Chris. That's the Chris I want to see. So I, I would say Hangman Page. I understand your point of view, but I have to disagree because I think when it comes to the business of Wednesday night and the potential Wednesday night wars, Chris Jericho holding the AEW championship over his head is gonna is what's gonna make the most sense because it's recognizable. The minute Mark, we always we talk about how the championship makes the wrestler or the wrestler makes the championship. And I think in that moment we need a wrestler to make the championship prestigious right off the bat. So if I have um Seth Rollins as my universal champion on Monday Night Raw and Kofi Kingston as my WWE champion on SmackDown, if I'm AEW, I want the most recognizable face in my company to hold that fresh championship up above his head. And I think 
that's Chris Jericho. And I think Hangman Page can get over in losing to Jericho. And I think it's that chase that will make more sense for their business right off the bat. That, that's a, a well-made point. Um, and, and I can see that, Chris being a champion. and Because when you look at Chris, he's got championship pedigree. And you go into the show, you want the initial people to see somebody with that pedigree standing there. And uh, I just think that they have, they built so much momentum with getting Paige over that you want another star to be able to stand there and, uh, you know, give people hope because if you see Paige in the ring holding that title over his head and as soon as he gets ready to talk, what is Chris's MO? Knock him out. Chris is, is under the ring. He's dressed up in a disguise. He's got a mask on and he goes and he does his business and he ends up standing, taking the unrevealing himself and standing over that broken body with the title over his head next week, I'm going to take this back because it's going back where it belongs. That, that I, I just see Chris as being, this is going to paint Chris as being the, the dirty, underhanded guy that he's trying to be right now. I'm going to bring something in from left field right here. Mark, as wrestlers, we all have egos, right? Yeah. Some bigger egos than others. And when I say ego, I don't mean that in a bad way, because in wrestling, you have to have a bit of ego. You have to have that chip. You have to have that swagger. You don't get to certain levels of this business without having that ego, correct? That's correct. I'm friendly with Jericho. He's been one of my better friends in the wrestling business for a long time. I don't think Jericho would accept anything less than being the AEW World Heavyweight Champion going in to that debut show on TNT. I could be wrong, but I think Chris's healthy ego makes him the champion. Hmm. And and I can't argue with a personal relationship feeling. And I know Chris. I can't say that Chris and I are bosom buddies, but... We have a really, really good rapport. And Chris strikes me as one of the most respectful guys in the world of the business, not just respected how or is. respectful. Respectful guys of the business. Like he want I don't I don't know if he would put himself above the business. Even at the at the the level that he is, he he gets just as much joy out of saying, "You're welcome." Where's my thank you? Because I did it, I did it, I did it, and he's right. He did it. He's the catalyst. He's the he's the singular singular polarizing point in what AEW became. Not just the elite. It was the fact that Chris Jericho came over that made that all happen. Thanks for listening. Catch us weekdays on Busted Open from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern on Sirius XM. Fight Nation Channel 156. The Busted Open.
podcast. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.